Hey! hey. <laughs> we <everybody>. are back. <laughs> it is Mayhaps episode four. Woo! So it's been over a week now, so I know it's been quite a while since we've talked to you guys, but we have an episode filled with fun. Filled with fun. So much content in this episode. You mm-hmm. guys get ready to have your socks knocked clean off. Clean off. Your feet are going to be <laughs> so clean. <laughs> <Ew>. <laughs> Anyways... So yeah, in the past week, we've had a lot of goings on. I think the highlight, though, for both of us, really, was... Dara, you want to tell them? Um, well, Cass's highlight was me getting my wisdom teeth out. Da-da-da-da. Um, So yesterday, it's Wednesday right now, yesterday, Tuesday morning, I got my wisdom teeth out. Kind of a big deal. I got all four of them out. Two Oof. of them were up in the gums, so you couldn't see them, but then two of them were already in. Yikes. Um... But I decided to get local anesthesia, and so I wasn't put under. I was awake the whole procedure, and they put about 15 shots in. They said that was going to be the worst part. Like, they tried to talk me out of getting local because they were concerned that I would freak out and start crying and stuff. Not Dara. Dara's never freaked out. Not her whole life. Dara's never cried. Oh. (laughs) Fun fact, I'm actually a big crier. (laughs) We'll talk about that next time. Another episode, another episode. Maybe not next time. (laughs) Sometime. Sometime. Um, But, yeah, they tried to talk me out of it. And at first I was like, okay, I'm going to go full anesthesia. And then I called them like a week later because it was so much cheaper to just do local. I was like, I'm not going to pay an extra thousand bucks for that. Like, no shot. Also, I've heard the recovery is worse when you get full. So... And my brother had local, and he said it went really well. And I did a poll, and I surveyed a bunch of people on how it went. For them to get local, it went well. So I went with that. And they said the worst part, my brother at least said the worst part, was going to be the shots. I felt the first shot, but I barely felt it. Like, I thought it was going to be a really painful experience. It was not, let me tell you. It was really not that painful. I felt it go in, and I felt it, like, the shot wiggle around a little bit in my gums. But other than that... I really didn't feel it. And then they said they did 15, and I didn't feel any other shots other than that one. Wow. So that High tolerance for pain. That's maybe, what that is. That's what mayhaps. Mayhaps. Um, so my gums, this was a problem that I was concerned I was going to have, was often in the past when I've been numb for things, I still felt the thing, whatever was happening. But I was concerned that they were going to numb me, and it wasn't going to work fully, and I would feel them, like, cutting my gums open. <gasps> But I did not. Oh, so it, it the I Lord. was very numb. There but I is. also did get nitrous oxide, which is laughing gas. I didn't get it to the extent where you go to sleep, but I got it to the extent where you just don't care about things as much. And so they put the little oxygen thing on me, and I thought it was going to make me loopy. It didn't make me loopy at all. Ugh. What it did was it made me feel heavy. Like my whole body felt like lead, and Ooh. my head was really sleepy like I just got really tired Uh um then the whole procedure probably lasted about 10 to 15 minutes wow I didn't feel anything I just felt them like a lot of pressure and then I could hear them sawing my tooth in half and then taking it out Um, you almost bled out too I did almost bleed out so after the procedure they filled my mouth with gauze and then I came home and I was just sitting there, and I was so numb that I went to go, I think, change the gauze or something. I didn't realize that, that my mouth was filled with blood. I had Ugh. no idea. I stood up, and it went 
everywhere, spilled everywhere. Ew. It, I kept Ew. spitting out blood, and it just wouldn't stop. Ew, darn, darn, and it's darn. Like, even to today, I've still been bleeding just profusely, so. If Dara dies, you guys, it's because she it's bled out from wisdom her wisdom teeth. teeth. But anyways, it was honestly a great experience. <laughs> it was kind of cool to, like, be awake while they gave me a surgery. So yeah. I definitely yeah. suggest local anesthesia. Mind of steel. That's what that takes. Mind you of know, steel. So it did make out. me feel really tough. They were, like, giving yeah. me so many compliments. Like, wow, you're such a tough girl. Like, you did such a great job. And I was like, wow, I must have a really high pain tolerance. But then as soon as the numbing wore off, I realized I did not have that high of a pain tolerance because <laughs> it was quite painful. But anyways, it was a great time. So, next thing we want to talk about is the get-up. We have to keep teaching you guys that. And so Cass is going to teach you the next part of the get-up. Yeah, so the (laughs) (laughs) get-up. Oh, that was a great story, by the way, Dara. Loved it. Thank you. Dara actually, you guys, one time Dara stepped on a whole shard of glass in the shower, sliced her foot open. Basically clean off, not actually clean off. Almost, though. You could basically see my bone. She wasn't even sad. She was excited. She sent everyone pictures, (laughs) posted on her Finsta. I have a problem with wanting to be seen as tough. (laughs) Gets me into trouble sometimes. Anyways, yeah, the get up. Pretty tough also contributes to Dar's toughness. Um, <clears throat> next part, listen closely, is, so last time we did a little bit of something. We ended with the Charleston pull up your pants move. You guys want to practice that real quick? We don't have much time. Just one, two, three, go. Very nice. Yeah, that was good. So then what you do is you take it to the left now. So really you just kind of taking it to the left. Um, yeah, just kind of walk to the left sideways. Kind of a little saunter, saunter to the left. And then you dip. So here you want to do a 360 turn or a 180. Oh, no. 180, yeah. Yeah, okay. So you do a 90 degree turn. Yep. <laughs> a 90 degree turn and you dip down. So you do kind of a crouch down just with the knees mostly. And you dip all the way and then come back up. Okay, so 90 degree while you crouch and come. And then you pretend to take a sip of your juice. Okay, so take it to the left now, saunter left, dip, and juice sip. Okay, and that's about it, America. Yeah, that's all we're gonna go over today. Tune Make in sure next time. It. Practice every day. Yeah, so the get up really teaches you a lot about getting up. I would say. Getting up and going. Getting up and going places. We go so many places, especially as students, right? Mm -hmm. We're so involved in so many different things. Mm -hmm. And we have to always have all the stuff we need with us, right? Mm -hmm. So Dara and I both carry backpacks like all the time for so many things that we do. And we thought it might be fun for you guys to get to know us a little bit, to know what's in our backpacks. Yeah, because I can tell you a lot about someone. Yeah, definitely a lot. So what's what's in your backpack today, Dara? You want to so, tell us? Let me see. Right now, some interesting things that I have is I have a jingle bell. Oh, from tell us the story. Christmas time. Hmm. It was our very first rage, our very first party, and I was the rage that night. And have, so they haven't learned about that yet, yeah. but they will in the future. Yeah. We don't have time to talk about it today, but anyways. Um, I got a jingle bell that night, and I still have it in my backpack. Jingle bell from the rage. That's so great. Ooh, sounds festive. Next thing I have is a pocket constitution. Interesting. I always have this in my backpack, just in case I really feel like reading, or just in case I need to make sure that my rights are not being violated. Yeah, if someone comes up to you, they say, hey, do you do this? You take out that pocket constitution, you say, 
No, America says I do this. Mm -hmm. These are my rights as a citizen of the United States. You got anything else? Yeah, I have like 200 business cards from my internship with Team Pact that I never gave out. So they're not quite valid anymore, but they still have information about me if you need to get in touch. A lot of people need to get in touch with you. You know, a lot of fans from Mayhaps, at least. So that'd probably be, just scratch out Team Pact, write Mayhaps. Yeah, that's a good idea. Works the same. What about you, Cassandra? What do you have? Well, I have some pretty interesting things. I also actually have an item from a rage. It was our friend's birthday, and we all wore mustaches, mm-hmm. and I snagged the extras. Wow. Ooh, good, good buy, Cass. So I have a bunch of stick-on mustaches in my purse. Maybe we're kind wearing mustaches right now. Maybe Ooh, not. Mayhaps. Mayhaps. But you can't find us and see. I actually also have a pocket constitution. Great which minds think alike. Great minds think alike. I didn't know you had a pocket constitution until just like today. Yeah. So that's so crazy. You gotta gotta protect your rights. And last and certainly not least, I'd say probably most probably more important most. than rights is a bag of popcorn. Dara and we I love ooh, popcorn. It's literally our favorite snack in the whole universe. So. Yeah, I got some popcorn in case you ever need it. Up until a few minutes ago, I also had coffee creamer that I forgot about. Spilled all over my backpack. Got everything sticky. Got my hands sticky when I reached in there. I was like, what the heck is this? Cleaned it all out, but now my backpack smells like French vanilla. So, so that's I think that's great. a benefit, you know? Yeah, yeah. Spill it, spill it all over your backpack, people. Spill it all over. Well, to tell the viewers a little bit more about us i think we should go into our past into our traditions that we have so it's it's a good topic you know yeah Um, something that Cass and i like to do is we have a new year's eve tradition we spend every new year's eve together and we not only the new year's eve but the day before that too Mm-hmm. So we always spend multiple days together for the past, what, four or five years? Four or five, yes. We were like 14, 15. Around there. Something like that, yeah. We started doing that. And the day, New Year's Eve, like the whole day, what we would do is we'd call that bake day. Bake and day? And we would bake as many sweets as we could. Now, the first year that we did this, because, okay, <laughs> why, why a little do more we bake context. The sweets? I mean, a little more context. <laughs> Cass's family always has a New Year's Eve party. Big bash. So we'd Rage always make sweets for that. But so, do we really make them for that? That's well, the question. Well, we do eat most of the sweets. Nobody but, ever eats all of our sweets because we make so many desserts. <laughs> but worth it. So worth it. Definitely worth it. So the first year, we made a cake, and we decided, well, let's spice it up a little bit. So we added green, green uh, what's it called? <laughs> green food coloring. Oh, I kept wanting to call it food poisoning. <laughs> green food poisoning, you know, the we, classic <laughs> cake ingredient. Yes, um, we added green food coloring. Because it was so boring. We had, like, a white cake. We and said, we wanted this to be Christmas-themed. Yeah, because obviously New Year's, Christmas, same, same thing. thing. Yeah. Um, but it ended up being really vibrant green. So green. Um, and <laughs> so no one eat cake. it. Literally no one at the party would eat it except Cass and I. Yeah, which I don't understand because green eggs and ham. Like, haven't we learned good. that green food is delicious? Yeah. Anyways, uneducated. Uneducated populace. But since then, we've decided that green food is our tradition. So yeah. every New Year's Eve, or on bake day actually, we bake a dessert and we make sure that it is green. Yeah, So we made definitely. like... Oreo truffles that were green ones. Oh, those we were made so good. key lime pie. 
We made, I think we made chocolate we chip We made some cookies. kind of like mint cheesecake. We made mint cheesecake, yeah. Yeah, yeah, And yeah. we dyed it super green. It was like lime green. Mm-hmm. People don't like to eat green foods. But they taste good. They do. And we like to eat them, so it's kind of like a bonus for us. We make desserts mm-hmm. for everyone, then we eat them ourselves. So, yeah, we've had a lot of fun with the green foods. Another thing, actually, what we did... I don't what was this, three years ago maybe? Yeah, it was right before Eric and Steven. Yeah, we were seventeen. We were seventeen. Mm-hmm. And my sister Erica, shout out to Erica, whoop whoop, and shout out to Steven, her whoop husband, whoop. he's great. Um, they got married like three years ago and we were all we've always been kind of jokesters when it comes to relationships and relationships and stuff we understand it is a sacred institution established by god Mm -hmm. but also we like to make fun of people and try to crash their dates oh man we were pretty horrible (laughs) they would would, be having like a romantic moment or something we We just just, like like run in to be part of people's lives yeah we're investing if someone's on investing really why can we also be but, there? Yeah, we should be on that date. That's our philosophy. Why not? Yeah. I think that they like it. They, they, they do like, like it. it, maybe. We had this thing called three-foot radius. They had to stay three feet away from each other. They I did s- not follow. I still stand by it. Yeah. I think it was a good idea. I still, I, it is a good idea. Yeah. It is a good idea. Anyways, yeah, so one New Year's, it was like two in the morning, and we were like, oh, what are we going to do? And we decided, instead of going to bed and sleeping up, resting up for bake day, mm-hmm. maybe we should write a song. Yep. So, one of our favorite songs at the time was Hallelujah. Mm-hmm. We really liked listening to the Pentatonix yeah, version. Yeah, the Pentatonix version had just come out. And yeah. So, we'd been listening to it a lot. Yeah, so, and it was Christmas time too, so it was like very heavy into the Hallelujah. And we stayed up with a couple other people writing a song about Eric and Steven. The whole, like, two hours probably it took us. Yeah. And we wrote it to the tune of Never, of <laughs> Hallelujah. Ooh, sneak peek. <laughs> and it was called Never, Never Knew, Knew yeah. 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 So it talked about basically how, what would have happened if they never knew each other. Mm-hmm. And, but then at the end, we dissed a lot in the song. So, so there were what, two or three verses? Yeah, two, I think three. Three, three verses. verses. Um, yeah. And the first two were definitely disses on like, if she never knew him, how great yeah. life would have been <laughs> we, um, we called her a crazy loon oh we did call her a crazy definitely loon. Call, i think it was both definitely we call her crazy loon crazy bat yeah all of the above a lot of dis but the last the last verse had a lot of redemption in it yeah and definitely about how her life would be really sad without steven and now they're happily married so yeah it was super. It was a super good song. We performed uh-huh. it a couple times at her bridal shower. We did. Uh, we did. The crowds loved it. The yeah. crowds were confused by it. They didn't get our humor as much That's as okay. some people would have. One such day as they'll ourselves. Get it. Yeah. Um, some other things we did though on New Year's Eve, we've made music videos in the past. Oh yeah. Those were a good time. Those were wild time. Yeah. Um, this year we actually didn't, we broke our tradition. Yeah. We did still spend the two days together, but we went to Georgia instead and yeah. attended the Passion Conference. Which was really cool. It was, it was cool. really fun. It was a lot of fun to see old friends and to go to Georgia. Um, but it was definitely different. Like, it didn't feel like New Year's Eve, but it yeah. was still a good time. Still a good time. Yeah. We got to see, like, fireworks on stage and stuff. Yeah. And, like, have a worship session on the field where the Super Bowl was played last year. Mm-hmm. So that was cool. It was cool worshiping into the new year. Mm-hmm. That was a good way to start it. Something that we've done, though, at a lot of parties that we've hosted, and by we, I mean Cass, is <laughs> um, 
having dance parties. Oh yeah, love dance parties. We love dance parties, and I am actually a professional dancer. Mm. Fun fact. Fun fact. Um, so dancing is something we think about a lot. But recently, we watched a sermon on dancing mm. and whether it's sinful or not. Yeah. Because there are lots of polar opposites when it comes to dancing and Christians, because some people believe like dancing in any form is sinful and does not honor the Lord and should just be like completely condemned and then other people completely let it go and they yeah, just, just let's have every fun type and just of dance any is, type of dance is, is acceptable fun. yeah um and I think it's a middle ground between that yeah because we definitely I mean that's something that so many people are conflicted it's on it's huge in our culture too and like we love dancing we love mm-hmm. having little dance parties and stuff and after like family nights at our bible camp that we go to we'll stay up till like two or three in the morning so, just yeah, like three in the morning dancing before. around with all our friends and stuff and it's so fun and such a good release honestly it's good exercise <laughs> it is it's great exercise oh. but yeah so we wanted to see is what we're doing actually honoring to the Lord Mm -hmm. because it's so easy to kind of get into not the best kind of dancing. So we listened to this sermon with our Bible study, actually. (laughs) Should we tell them the name of our Bible study? (laughs) So we have to give another shout out to Mariah and Cadence. Because every week they tell us to give them a shout out. Every week. Um, They like call us. We try to avoid it. But anyways, we love you girls. And the name of our Bible study is Chew on Meat. I thought it was chew the meat. Chew the meat. Chew the meat. Chew on the meat. <laughs> um, basically, it's talking about the verse where people either drink milk and they're spiritual little babies, or they chew on meat and they really dive deep into the Bible. And we yeah. want to dive deep. Yeah. And so we say we chew the meat. We, we don't just take the, the milk. We take the meat. Mm-hmm. So we chew the meat at our Bible study, and that's why it is called. Chew, chew, the, chew the on meat. meat. <laughs> We're figuring out the name. <laughs> something about chewing and something about meat. Anyways, so at that Bible study, we decided to do one of our studies on dancing. Mm-hmm. And like Dara said, we watched a sermon. And it was kind of really eye-opening. Because mm-hmm. we know that there's inappropriate forms of dancing. Mm-hmm. And we know that there's righteous forms. Like in Second Samuel where David danced before the Lord. And that was righteous. Mm-hmm. You know, he was just expressing his joy. Mm-hmm. And then there's also really inappropriate forms of dancing like we see so commonly in culture Mm -hmm. but where do you draw the line i mean dancing with the stars you know we liked watching dancing with the stars but as some of those dances can they get kind of raunchy probably yeah yeah (laughs) Yeah. so we were looking into basically how do you glorify the lord Mm -hmm. with dance but not cross the line yeah well i think it's important to remember that not all dancing is bad yeah some cultures will say don't ever do it um, and condemn it. But dancing is a way that we can glorify the Lord through our bodies. Yeah. And it talks about that in abundance in Psalms. Like mm-hmm. David danced all the time before the Lord. Yeah. And it's. I feel like when you think of God's grace and God's goodness for us, it's something that you just can't help. Like yeah. it's a yeah. way to just like express. And yeah. it's also a way to have community with other people. Mm-hmm. And it's a fun thing. And I, I believe that fun though we don't have to always be having fun in our lives like we're meant to enjoy things like we have physical expression for a reason and dancing is a physical expression of joy joy yeah um but our culture has kind of really perverted it yeah a lot for sure and even in the christian community a lot of people don't want to speak up about dancing like Mm -hmm. like dancing that goes on a proms 
you got to be really careful about mm-hmm. all that, like guys and girls together, and the music mm-hmm. that is very because uh, a lot of music is actually designed to get you in more of a like lustful mood, yeah. basically. Like just to put it straightforward, mm-hmm. it's designed to do that, and your body reacts to things in certain ways, and you physically can't help it. Mm-hmm. It's just the way we're made. So it's important to be discerning in like the music mm-hmm. that you dance to. And even the lyrics of that music. I think it really comes down to a heart set. Yeah. Um, Like, if you... Let's say you're ballroom dancing with someone. That's not necessarily bad. It depends if you're letting lustful thoughts and what you're thinking about happen, you know? Um, So if you're just dancing with a friend and it's, it's completely platonic and there's, like no lust and sexualization you're not listening of the dancing, to and you're not inappropriate listening to music, music or doing any kind of like inappropriate inappropriate suggestive dance yeah. move watch the hips people watch the hips <laughs> anyways um, then i think it can be okay but the problem is it so often isn't like that yeah like especially when it goes into proms and when you're doing like party dance moves type yeah. things like if you listen to the music it's, it stinks. Yeah, like, it's straight up, like, anti-Christian. Like, yeah. everything that the Bible says, it's the opposite. And you know? even at Christian dances, like, I've been to a plethora of Christian dances. Even, like, this past year I went yeah. to a dance, and there were songs that they played where literally I had to stop and leave the floor because I was like, yeah. this is not producing righteousness. Yeah. This is not honoring to the Lord. And I'm surrounded by some of the strongest Christians I know. Yeah. and It's so just pervasive that Mm -hmm. it's hard to get away from but guys stand up you know if there's a song that's not honoring to the lord or a beat that's not honoring to the lord or you see people acting and dancing in a way that's not honoring to the lord like call them out Mm -hmm. scripture says that an open rebuke is better than love carefully concealed Mm -hmm. so we should be we're supposed to be sharpening each other we're supposed to be calling Mm -hmm. each other out and talking about these issues so we don't let each other go into sin you know Mm -hmm. it's not sinful to dance it's not sinful to have fun but you have to use discernment with it. You yeah. you can't let your heart and mind get all twisted up in and the I music. I think we definitely should be more vocal about that because yeah. it's in Christian cultures, like like even homeschoolers. Like not saying that homeschoolers are better Christians or not. Like that's definitely not the case at all. But we we make provisions for opportunities like this. We make yeah. homeschool proms. We make yeah. regular proms and. It's it's not talked about the fact that it's inappropriate. Yeah. Um, and often, like they'll have chaperones and they may have rules, but it's not it's not in the hearts of the students of the, yeah, and the, of students. the kids. Um, they're just looking for ways around it. it. Yeah. They yeah. the whole time they'll probably complain about the chaperones and be like, oh, that's yeah. or they'll make jokes about it and be like, that's kind of dumb. Yeah. But, like there's a reason behind it, and so I think we should be more vocal on the fact that Definitely. it is really sinful because. Lust can be a major problem in dance, Um, and even with music you're listening to, in Galatians 5, lust is one of the sins laid out that it says, if you practice this, you won't inherit the kingdom of God. So it's obviously really detestable in God's eyes, and it's important that we speak up against it. And again, not all dancing is bad. We just have to have discernment and speak up for purity and promote that. Like, why do we have songs that are played by people who professly say that they hate God? Yeah. Yeah, and why do we have songs that professly say, like, don't worry about the, like, whatever you're feeling or something. Just go with the music or, like, just follow your heart and follow your feelings. They'll play songs and then just, like, they'll 
they'll uh, turn off the music for one word. But if there's a song that has a word that you have to turn it off, then yeah. why even play what are we, song? What are we doing? Scripture says to abstain from every form of evil. You know, it says that, I forget the verse exactly, but it talks about how, like, evil things have no place being mixed with good. And mm-hmm. that's exactly what we do in so much of our culture. Mm-hmm. And dancing is just one aspect of that. Like, why do we have such, like romantic like love songs where we can dance like unmarried people can (laughs) dance together in a really like intimate way it's like no that's that's supposed to be saved Mm -hmm. what are we doing people well and it just goes to show after so many proms in the secular culture people plan to lose their virginity after prom yeah like it goes to show that we sexualize these opportunities and dancing and it's something that is not okay and it's really sad because a lot of especially in like high school these yeah. kids just don't understand like, yeah they're just misguided really they're very misguided I mean, they're kids they're supposed to be getting guidance from their parents and from their teachers whoever else but <sighs> just uninformed That's so talk right. talk about it people talk research it, it you know don't yeah. just listen to little mayhaps yeah. go out this is supposed to spur your your um mm-hmm. curiosity yeah so definitely, five too. that was yeah. all that was really beneficial for us that's in researching sins that are just detestable yeah in God's eyes. sins that are so com like so common yeah to us because you see it and it's like don't murder and you're like well i don't murder so it's yeah i'm probably fine but then you look at there's a huge list and it not only does it have that list but also at the end of it it says and the like of which yeah. means anything like these sins and I can assure you that all of us have fallen into at least one of those sins at some point in oh, our yeah. lives. Oh, yeah. Multiple sins. Even yeah. just, like, one of them is hatred. Yeah. And we say hate all the time. Yeah. You know? We'll be like, oh, I hate that. Oh, I hate mm-hmm. getting up early. Oh, I hate homework. Oh, mm-hmm. man, I hate that guy. And we say it so jokingly, but literally God lays out that if you're hateful, if you have hatred consistently and you're practicing that, that you will not inherit the kingdom of God. And that's not saying anything against his grace or that his salvation covers all sins but it just like you're not are you really having your heart set toward following god if you're practicing all these things Mm -hmm. so just be careful with so many there's so much to be careful with yeah for sure (laughs) you gotta you really have to set your heart towards the lord Mm -hmm. and you can (sighs) and that's the great thing is because of god's grace we can set our heart to the lord and overcome these sins with his help yeah so so bottom line dancing can be used for good it is such a great thing it's a really wonderful thing just do it in the right way with mm-hmm. the right people in the right context with yeah. the right music and research yeah. it check your own heart because it's going to be different for different people yeah definitely definitely oh so much to talk about so much mm-hmm. we have talked about yeah but i think this is a good one we're almost this out of time a good one. there's so many <laughs> millions of things we could talk about and just so keep going on forever millions. Fun fact, Dara and I actually have a few dance moves we've made up over the years. We've made up a lot of dances over we the like years. We like to make up dancing. We have... Like we, we said, we love dancing. Big dancers. <laughs> <laughs> One day, maybe we'll give you guys a little talent show. <laughs> <laughs> Through our words. <laughs> Through our words of our dances. Describe them to you. But... A lot of joint ones. We will save that for another time. Definitely another will. Post. Yeah. I think we'll probably have to sign out soon. Yeah. But this was a good episode. Yeah. yeah. Are you ready? Mayhaps. <laughs>